Hello. Hiya. What is good? And welcome back to Cliffhangers. We are Barney and Lukey from Truffle Pig Wigs, your favourite vivacious girls, gals who just live, love, laugh everything about drag. We're coming at you from London's dazzling East End with the unofficial, unrequested and unhinged Drag Race podcast. So we'll be screaming and yelling over as many seasons of Drag Race before we pass out. So grab yourself a Capri Sun and get yourself comfy. Just a little cliffhangers disclaimer. We are super fans of drag in all its forms and our number one rule here is that the only people getting laughed at should be us. Cliffhangers is here to uplift queer art and nothing we say is changing or discrediting that. Try as we might. What's gayer than two guys blowing five guys? It's Barney! <laughs> oh, the only thing gayer is all of them guys being Elton John. Oh! And Miss Lukey Luck, she's microdosing BDSM by just being a bitch every day. <laughs> is that what the B stands for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, what have we been up to? Literally nothing. Just catching up on these goddamn wigs. We have a uh, just a small board of what is that forty thousand wigs Something to like catch that. up on after our viral overload of COVID. Coronavirus. Um, so we're. Luckily, our customers were kind, but we do have a lot to catch up on. Mm. Um, and we're luck- backed up, guys. We're backed up. Backed up to fuck. And luckily, pride is really also just like adding to that intensity. So many people that are like, I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very chilled weekend, though. Us, Mainly just catching up on my personal affairs. On your correspondence. See. Um, and also doing some actually great, great headway on the island in Animal Crossing. Any new horizons out there, holler at me. I'll get you that dream address. I actually visited a lovely island called Tropicitch. And the whole one, the whole island is themed like it's 1970s San Francisco. It was uh, gorgeous. I'll throw that dream address at you if you want it as well. Can you please tell the girls how long this island has been in the making? It's around 900 hours at the moment. Last check. Have you ever spent that long on anything else i did play pokemon go every day for about two (laughs) and a half years (laughs) 900 hours and this is me i've played it every day since it came out i've missed like three days when i couldn't play it at least once yeah carol vorderman over here is doing the maths just so you know 900 hours is 37 and a half full days 37 that's over a month (laughs) Just full. Well, a lot of that was started in the original lockdown when there was literally nothing to do, um, and it was great. And it has taken a bit of a backseat now. I've had to do my real work, but nasty. It's great. Nasty. I've literally been doing nothing. I went out for a lovely. I went out to the Ivy on Saturday. Hello, oh, what did you yeah. have? Uh, I had steak. Weirdly, um, just because I haven't had a nice meal out in ages, and it was really, really singing to me. But it actually. Actually, the Ivy. Actually. It wasn't that fantastic. But I had many delicious drinks. Mm. We were really throwing them back. Um, shout out to the Salted Caramel Espresso Martini, obviously, mm. doing the Lord's work. Um, and just shout out to the Ivy in general. Um, although, not that they are not riddled with... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, very chilled week. But back, back, back again. And this is... I didn't realise, but this is the semi-final. Shit. Of Drag Race. So we're going to have one more episode and then, and then 
we're going to have what, like a week, six week break, and then we're back in for UK Drag Race season three. Can Crazy. You I'm excited. I actually cannot wait. I'm ex- excited to have a few weeks off, though, so we don't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out very quickly because I'm super excited. Um, at the Soho Theatre coming up, the boys, the boys are back in town. Monday, the 30th of August to Saturday, the 4th of September. The all testosterone filled drag king troupe, Pex. <laughs> are back in town. They're polishing their crowns. They're shaping their beards and finding their... What are they polishing? Polishing their crowns (laughs) and finding their best bulge socks. Um, So 30th of August to the 4th of September, head down to see some fantastic drag king at Soho Theatre. I just wanted to throw that in because I love them. And also, can I tell you else something else very quickly? No. We got the sweetest message that I ever had seen. Uh, I won't high up their name, but shout out to Kay. You know who you are. Um, and I just wanted to say hello to you on the pod because you're just the sweetest message. Thanks, Kay. We love you. Uh, about about uh, cliffhangers, the pod, and it was very sweet. Um, so let's talk drags. Previously on All Stars. Previously on All Stars, indeed, we finally got to see what the hell was going on with this game within a game, and it turned out it was RuPaul's Secret Redemption Lip Sync Battle Smackdown, also known as the Doctor Silky Doctor Reverend Silky Nutmeg Ganache Drag Race. Uh, And after eight lip syncs, we are left on a cliffhanger to see who has made it back into the competition. Will it be Silky? Will it be Eureka? Your soundboard has never been out of work, has it? The hardest working person in showbiz. Honestly, if Silky had returned over Eureka, I would have thrown hands. I'd have been fucking livid, honestly. But uh, do you know what? What? After everything I said last week. After the hate campaign, <laughs> the smear campaign that you put against Silky. Um, I really liked her attitude afterwards. Uh, me too. She's I, just a, sh- a nasty show off and I can relate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought as well, like, it. Um, she just there was a sense of gratitude about it that she was like, you know what? Thank God I got the chance to come back, do me silly little things. And I Mm. came and I had a good time. And I just thought that was... And that is going to go down in history as the most one lip sync that it has already. Crazy. Absolutely mental. Really did not see that for her. But congrats. Um, But thank God that it's Eureka over Silky. It had to be though. Yeah. I mean, I would have just felt... I would have felt nasty. I would have liked... I just wouldn't have liked it. Imagine if... Well... The horrible end of this episode. If that had happened and Silky came back, that would have been so like off key to have a front runner go and someone who left in episode three take their place. At least yeah, Rico. That'd be disgusting. Rico, are we calling them? Yeah, now? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, at least Rico's been there the whole time. Especially after her giant blow up costume escapade. Her having that blow up costume like round her leg and her tripping over it i don't know it was just it that, there's a big hole in the front as well that covered up with gaffer tape which i forgot to mention last that week. last one just seemed a bit like you've tried your luck it's your luck is over now honey yeah you've where had are you getting reveals. this weight loss story from yeah, her, like <laughs> just like it being caught around her leg and stuff and also the shadiness of the editing that they didn't really show that like anyone else do you know what i mean it's like do you remember when with um old pheromone that she they like filmed it twice oh we've got like 18 different shots of it didn't we and like they went back to it and they like showed it so many times like look at her falling over and it's Mm. like when silky is like literally caught up like a fish in a net they're like oh just let's let's focus on something else don't look at her um there 
I was absolutely dying when uh, RuPaul was like, there is only one word to describe you. I was like literally praying that he just said something else. Like, Rotted. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> incontinent. <laughs> but of course, legendary. Legendaric. Um, Legendaric Barry. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, congrats to you. Um, and like you said, just such a great attitude of leaving. Yeah. And funny as well. That's what you want. So much better than having a quippy little exit line is come back and do something. Didn't she do that before? When she like came back, she's like, you sure? You sure? She's just like, they're all just cracking up. And that's how you want to be. You want to literally leave the competition like kicking and screaming. Yeah. Like if you if you leave it on a joke, you've essentially left it with them like wanting more because they're mm. still enjoying you rather than like a Yara Sophia when you're like, fuck you, fuck your family. I hope you die. Yeah. Most importantly, is Charlie XCX being held hostage? Why the fuck was she there again for that lip sync? Be- three lip syncs. Three? Three lip syncs she's been shown for. Damn. Why the fuck? Like it, when it cut to her, I was just like, maybe whoever the judge, whoever the, who was the special guest judge last week? Drag tots. Yeah. Um, oh, they didn't. Have, did, oh, they had the little, I was going to say the puppets, the mini Bianca and Latrice. Was that who no, was No, but I feel like in? maybe there was, a, there was someone else as well. As podcasters, I feel like you we should think, know yeah, this. Yeah, some information at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, um, whoever it was, I guess they must have had to leave or whatever. So they've just cut and pasted like Charlie XCX laughing into it again. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking maybe it's just the editors just having an absolute lull being like, how many times can we squeeze Charlie into this? <laughs> but then I thought... What but if- surely Rue's outfit needs to correlate. You would think so, wouldn't you? It's just like, it was just a close-up of her laughing and yeah. clapping. It was like, she is not there, surely. Unless they're just wheeling her out. Maybe, who knows? Um, but I guess it's a new day in the workroom. It's a new day in the workroom. Um, uh, Trini with the pink hair and tracksuit. Ah! Hey. <laughs> and you know what that gives you? Oh. Sunnyflowers, actually. It's really <laughs> <does>. <laughs> Shout out to our Royal, Royal Highness. Ms. Mask uh, for your nerve. Ms. <laughs> <laughs> Mask. Um, also, can we just quickly slip in? I know, obviously, as soon as it gets to the last week, neither of us give a fuck about it. But can you believe that that Welsh blockhead and the girl that he cheated on one Love Island. Sure, I didn't know what you were talking about then. Yes, Love Island. Can sorry, now that we just spoke about our Royal Highness Maura Higgins. Yes. Um, I just cannot believe. And also that Molly May is the creative director of PLT. Yeah. She is really out here doing shit. Not only is her boyfriend out here fighting embarrassing YouTubers stateside. Can you believe? She's in charge of thousands of Midlands people receiving Minute, less Low than minimum goods. wage, <laughs> yeah. working in sweatshops. Yeah. Well, that but was... at least she's got like 50k on one wrist, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was more than that. It was like a, uh, it was Cartier, wasn't it? Is it like a watch and two bracelets, something? I don't know. I think like one bracelet would be 50k. Well, um, but no, but don't pay your workers, pretty little thing. How could you? Well, people, I think people are hoping that maybe she's going to attack them from the inside, that she's going to come in and be like, look, I can't. What, but... like almost a... exactly just um know that she basically is like look i can't have my name attached to something that is so like morally corrupt so that hopefully she might try and change that because if she basically if she can obviously they just all work on profit so if she can make more money for them then maybe she can change it and then a a fairer wage i don't know but the people aren't going to want to pay more for their pretty little thing but if she can make more money if she can sell more shit then hopefully they'll be turning a higher profit so then maybe they can adjust the wages a little bit i don't know how it works by uh, it's it's all business to me honey. 
Uh, I loved Eureka's entrance with the like, ow, ow, ow. Ooh. Like, you can't hate her for coming no, in I would again. not. No, but like, I feel like if it was someone else, maybe not Silky, because they'd seen how much she had done, but like, it wouldn't be Scarlet. weird for them to be a little bit like, oh, this yeah. fucking bitch. They all but... looked really fondly at Eureka. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but maybe that's because they're not that threatened by her. Maybe. Which is, I mean, would you be threatened by her? I would. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Tour de force. Exactly. Um, and she might not have too much of a vendetta, I think, as well. Like, I feel like she seems like she came back in to just be like, look, I'm really fucking glad I'm back here. Like, I love all you guys. She just, like, she brought in positivity rather than a bitch that's like, I would do whatever the fuck I need to do to get mm. to, do you know what I mean? Like, But how, has she even been gone a week? Or, like, has she even been gone? Did I don't she think leave so. at all? <laughs> she just came off from the lip sync. Or maybe there was a week off when, yeah, she wasn't in, no, she was in drag tots. She wasn't, I don't know. No, she hasn't left. She yeah. came off and then lip synced against Silky. Yeah. Because Silky was the returning. And all of them were going on, supposedly in the... Um, yes, yeah, still in their drag tots looks watching. Yeah, supposedly in the narrative of the show that happened straight after. Um, I wonder whether they're prompted each week to mention how gorgeous uh, them awful suits are. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Um, Definitely. Because I'm guessing that production is like, oh, tell, her, tell her she looks great. Tell her she looks great. That that is literally just a white suit with a a handful of stems on it, it's wasn't it? Absolutely disgusting. And, it's like a pair of curtains. And you think as well, she really has access. She's a multimillionaire. She really has access to. I don't think it's that much of a pull for a company to be like, oh, we'll give you free suits to wear every week. It's like she could prop. She could easily go to Gucci. She could easily go to like someone because you know she wears loads of Gucci. Like she could easily go to somewhere like that, and the stylist could just pull. Do you know what I mean? Like it's good for the good for RuPaul to yeah, wear. Yeah, what Gucci. is this like, Klein Epstein yeah. Parker like sort of? They don't have to make like custom blood like, tie packed. <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? They don't have to make like custom suits every single every, for every single week. She could just like wear an. Ex- I don't know. It's so mental mm. that that yeah, they're literally like sworn in that they have. She has to wear these fucking disgusting suits, and they never really fit. She has an ankle swinger, didn't she? She does. She does. Well, she's about seven foot tall, isn't she? Um. But yeah, I thought I was just very, very glad to see Eureksi back. And then we get our another mini challenge, yeah. which we doth not deserve. I mean, it's a pride photo shoot sponsored by Levi's. Very odd. The product <laughs> placement is coming thick and fast. How are you at quick drag? Um, well, if I was in drag race, I think I'd be okay because I would have shaved my eyebrows. That's my mm-hmm. main problem. Anything else I can do quick. A lip I can do quick. You just smear... Because uh, it's TV as well in that workroom. It's just bright lights. Like the Zoom makeup. Exactly. Smear on the foundation. Quick brow. Also, wouldn't you just do like... I'd do a smoky eye. Make sure I had a lash because lash obviously was always going to take it there. And I'd do a 90s brow. So just one line. Just- I think I would probably just do it like on purpose bad. Like massive blue garage doors like big red mm. lips just like cartoon yeah, makeup yeah, yeah. not trying to look I mean I'm not going to be serving you glamour <laughs> but, uh, I'll be trying to serve you something you know um, what about Kylie Sneaks love serving, serving you a little karma chameleon it was also giving a harking back to Steven Tyler for me as well yeah she's a rocker she's a rocker um, and RuPaul absolutely cracks up every time they ever do this like photo shoot thing 
It is like, she doesn't even want to pretend like she knows how a camera works. She always holds it, like, diagonally and, like, a foot away from her face. She's like, yes, <laughs> yes, pose, work, slay. Like, what the fuck? Like, she's like, got the camera, like, upside down. It's just like, you could at least pretend that you're taking the photograph. It's a lot more artsy, isn't it, to have it yeah. loose and livid. Raja was giving me so much jokes. It's... This is weird to say, but it's like the most like bro-ish I've ever seen okay. her. Even though she was being like the gayest man in the Castro. Yeah. I just thought but Which it real is like very gay. Bra. Which is very gay. Do you remember in the Castro? What bar is it? Is it in um Blazing Saddles? Is that Bla no, it's Blazing Saddles in LA. I don't, or is there one I don't in, remember anything. In San Fran. Do you remember which bar was it in the Castro that they have little mirrors in the urinals so that when you go to the urinal you can see check, I wouldn't know, would I? They don't let me in there. Well, I would have screamed about it. You can check out each other's junk. That is good. That's very yeah. good. But also as well, like if you piss like directly in front of you, sorry, this is for all us, all the piss play fans out there. If you piss directly in front of you, it obscures it. So you could, a lot of men as well would like, because obviously the mirror is right in front of you. So you could if you just piss on it. It's just like a lovely, all you can see is piss. Um, oh, that's nice. I know. Well, it's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, real great, real great ideas there. Really wish they'd bring that to London. Um, I thought this this whole thing all felt very fast and strange for a mini challenge. It was really just like, right, look, we're getting uh, hundred thousand pounds from Levi's. We just need to do something. Yeah, just like fill in five yeah. minutes with whatever you want. And then the fact that Kylie Sinek loves win was <laughs> just oh, you're getting the whole Pride collection. So, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I very much appreciated Eureka's butt window. Yes! Oh Peekapoo, I see you. I thought as well. <laughs> did, you, did you sort of notice a little from Trinity K. Bonet when she, was, when she did the little booty tooch? Did you think uh, that Trinity K. Bonet was kind of like, oh, okay, okay, it's nice to see. I don't well, know. I I that's like, what they wanted us to think. Really? Oh, well, I, maybe I did. Maybe it is what I thought. <laughs> I thought that maybe she was like, okay, you save some of that sugar for later, you know? Trini was cracking up as well doing those like low lunges reminded me of her yeah. um, crossing guard realness <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah I loved it um, a very strange mini challenge but I love the mini challenges all the same and then that leads us on to neatly uh, the maxi challenge which is entertaining the crowd with true tales of being a drag queen for the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent monologues that did make me cackle a did little. it Okay, okay. Um, one for the basics. Um, mm -hmm. What would your tale be? I found this really hard. Yeah. Um, the only one I could kind of think of was when I realised my tampon string was hanging out after a burlesque routine. But when mm. I say after, I mean after the venue had posted the photos on their socials. <laughs> Not on the socials. On the socials. It was like, picture they... from behind, standing legs open, <laughs> like bending over. And it's like, what is that? Oh, it's what my little that? string. <laughs> Did they tag him, your little mate? No, rude. No, very rude. Um, that is absolutely unbelievable. Um, but... They call me a liar? No. It's just, I'll I... have a go at anyone who calls me a liar. <laughs> no, you would just think that someone from their socials team, someone, I don't know, maybe that edited the photos, someone that put them up or something would be like, Hmm. It wasn't massively it like the kindest like, thing noticeable. I was just like, That's, what's that? I don't recognise that on my costume, yeah. on my stoom. And then turns out... But also, out, women bleed. Get over it. Yeah. You know. But also, we were in knowledge of the, what we used to call the stripper trick. When you just stuff that string up your hole. Yeah. Hope for the best. But Or a little bit sloppy. of sponge. 
Sponge? Yeah. Um, if you're what, like a cork? Well, so stop it. It's what the, uh, the the prostitutes used to do, isn't it? If you're on your period, if you get a bit of sponge and you get it high enough up, then it like soaks up there, but you can still use your vagine. That's like a very old like Victorian Oh, trick. but so you can still have sex. I wouldn't yeah, need yeah, it to yeah, go yeah, to yeah, those yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. lengths. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows where the night will take you? Well, that was Proud Camden in its hey 2000s well, heyday. Exactly. Um, what about you? Um, I really struggled with this. I didn't know. But then it really, for some reason, from the deep, dark annals of my mind. I remember I remembered a story which is like semi-drag, but just also so semi-fucking weird. Um, one of my old friends who we do not talk about anymore. I, well, I can't sand the pod, but. Sign uh, it to me. Um, I'd, I'd have to explain it to you. Okay, I don't fine. Thank you, Dan. You're boring. Uh, all I'll say is. Um, <laughs> it's, they would never ever listen to this but also they're just they so <laughs> deeply darkly struck off the list of everyone because of an unforgivable turn of events L-W-O-K oh no oh, oh no fuck no. okay we'll move on you tell yeah, your story yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> also I'm dying out obviously <laughs> um, so Basically, they uh, used to DJ a lot around, a DJ around East London. Um, and what we, she was DJing this like private party for these like very annoying, unbearable, rich uh, like girls from Chelsea that were having a, a crazy night out in East London. And they'd hired, um, what's that place in Brick Lane that is uh, like the, one of the, like, the main bars? That, With the outside bit. Yeah, I never remember what courtyard. that's called. Opposite the courtyard. Oh, fuck. I can't really remember. 333. It's called something like that. It's called like Loft 33 or something. Maybe. Well. Yeah. Lock. I don't know. Anyway. Um, wherever that is. And she was DJing there and they were just like super... This is like back in the New Rave days. And um, I, for some reason, she, for some reason, was in like sort of like full drag. I don't really know why. I was, I was like not dressed in drag. I was just, I had like a full drag face on again, back in like the sort of club kid days. And, um, but sort of like a very feminine, a very feminine drag. And we were going there and then her, basically this, the girl's birthday was her brother. He was like hitting on my friend. Let's call her Lauren. Okay. Same first letter. Um, they, um, his, she was hitting on him all night and then... <laughs> Basically, at the end of the night, we all got like super fucked up in this like private room upstairs, and there was like a sofa, and f- that someone had like turned out all the lights apart from like one lamp, and then people kept on coming up, and they were like doing whatever. Um, but he started kissing my friend, and then he leaned over and started kissing me. But I was like, "This is very weird." He uh, he hasn't been really even been speaking to me the whole night. He leaned over and kissed me, and then he kept on referring <laughs> to me to my friend as he was like, "Oh." Could you go and ask your girlfriend? <laughs> girlfriend? And let me give you absolutely zero illusions about what I looked like that night. I wasn't like serving soft plastic tiara glam. I was literally sort of like in very, very... I'd been fucked all night and I was like sweating. All of my makeup was like semi-off. I was wearing a pair of 199 Nicola Girls Allowed Eyelure Flutter Lashes. Like... <laughs> I was not serving you feminine mystique. <laughs> but he kept on referring to me as 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 her girlfriend. And I thought maybe he was thinking, you know, like, girlfriends. Mm. Like, 
But then also, did he think that I was her girlfriend? But then but also, the classic man to just be like, I assume that's her girlfriend. I'm going to make out with them both yeah, without yeah, yeah, any yeah, yeah. asking. And then my friend actually ended up leaving with him. And he was like, oh, does your girlfriend want to come? <laughs> and I was like, and I think, I can't remember whether I took my eyelashes off then. In my head, I did. And I was like, you know, I'm a guy, right? And he was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Okay, do you know what? Actually, don't come then. And because I'd said I was a guy, and that was just honestly one of the most strangest and weirdest things ever. And at the time, I was like 19. Mm. And then I was so bored that I ended up leaving with someone else. That reminds me of a meme I saw this life. weekend. It was like, um, this marks the three-year anniversary of the time I made out with a lesbian because I thought she was a boy and she thought I was also a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good times. That's she thought I was a girl. The good and yeah, times. All mess. The good times. I mean, I don't even know whether that counts as a drag story, but it just that's for some reason what it reminded me of. And it was mm. like, wow. People are really, when you're in drag, people are really, straight boys already tell themselves anything. Yeah. Just so that they can so- touch the soft pillowiness of your lips, you know. How would you feel about having to do this challenge? Like a sort of, um, just talk into a room of people. I would feel absolutely fine about this. I feel like this, um, f- I imagine for you as well, is like to- even though it would be scary, this is something that's really in your wheelhouse. Oh, I absolutely hate it. Yeah, of course, but it, you would be good at it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, know you, I know you might really... No, I'm only good with scripted things. I it is scripted. Well, not really. You write your own script. You have a whole day to, to write a minute script or whatever. Um, and I wish I would be the person going around the room telling people this. Just make it the fuck up. Mm. It doesn't need to be an actual story. Do you know what I mean? Like, make up a ridiculous story that is really entertaining rather than telling an act, worrying about it being an actual story. <laughs> that gives me a very quick sidebar. Sidebar. Onto, uh, there's a programme called Nathan For You. And on it, basically, to promote his new season, they wanted him to go on one of the, like, American talk shows. But whenever he'd done talk shows before, he's not, like, he's very, like, deadpan. He's not mm. very interesting. So they always flopped. He's like, okay, I need, like, a story to yeah. tell. And so he worked out that the best stories involve drugs um, and getting pulled over by the police. But he didn't want to lie. So he made up this story in that he was going to a wedding out of town. Um, he got someone else's suitcase by mistake at the airport, ended up having to wear like a massive like 40XL suit that was way too big for him, gets pulled over um, in the suit by cops. And then in the pocket is a baggie full of powder to the police, like, what the fuck is this? And it turns out to be the person whose suit he's borrowing ashes. But anyway, so that he's not lying, he makes all of this happen in real life. And that's like the episode. <laughs> so that when at the end of the episode, he goes on the talk show, he can tell this story and it's all happened. And it's, it's a, a storm. So there you go. Nathan, for you, watch that. That is absolutely mental. And now another sidebar that leads me on to. <laughs> Do you remember that I've told you this story before, but I need to tell the pod. Um, I used to work with this girl. Shout out, Sophie. Hey, Sophie. Um, she told me that one of her friends was, uh, <laughs> one of her friends was dog sitting and in, f- uh, and it was like out of London a bit, um, dog sitting. And while she was dog sitting, the dog died. <sighs> And she didn't know what to do. And sorry, the dog, it's breathing, it like died in front of her, like start breathing oh, really no. slowly, uh, really slowly. And um, then she basically panicked so much because the people that she was dog sitting for, she didn't know very well and she didn't know what to do. So she's, um, she called up the vets and they were like, you need to bring the dog in. So she put the dog in the only thing that she could find, which was a big suitcase to take it on the train, to take it to the vets. What? Get a cab, Soph. 
Well, no, this wasn't safe. This was safe as friends. Okay, Took fine. it on the train to um, take it to the vets. But when she was waiting at the train station, someone came up to her and they were like, oh, like, what you got in the suitcase? And she didn't know what to say and she panicked. So she was like, oh, I'm a DJ. It's my Dex. <laughs> she then... So then as she was waiting for the train, the train pulls up and then this man sprints from behind her, grabs her suitcase and runs up the stairs and steals the suitcase with the dog. And she has to go to the she has to go to the police and say, The dog that I'm dog sitting died. I took it in a suitcase to take it to the vets and someone has stolen it. But they did find the dog. Oh my god. That story sounds so the whole time she was telling me, I was like, I don't believe a word of this. This is mental. And she was like, No, 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 all of this is true. I'm gonna have to get you to tell them the story about the girl who can't shit through her arsehole in a second, but maybe we should move on. Maybe we should talk show. about drag on this podcast <laughs> rather than just the many strange stories of our life. Um yeah, I would just hate to do this challenge. It made me think of um you know, like in school when everyone's reading and like sort of they'd be like okay Johnny you next and everyone has to read like a paragraph yeah. and literally as soon as it's coming up to me like 10 people before me I'd literally be like having minor panic attack like oh my god it's coming to me it's coming to me and then I'd be like or like like shaking and like stammering over my words when I had to read out you see this is the complete opposite of me basically in my class no one would ever want to do it and so everyone would make a real big fuss about me doing it because I would be theatrical and obviously horrible insufferable show off <laughs> so I'd be like oh yeah yeah okay I'll do it I'll do it and that's so why I would just end up like reading for like half an hour because no one else wanted to read mm. and I was like oh okay I'll do it like bringing in like wigs and like changing your costume and stuff I can't believe like, you not had a choice in ours it's like you're gotta read yeah but like this was sort of I think this was probably English GCSE and people just like did not want to read and it's mm. like so much easier to just get the the local town faggot to be like True. play all the parts honey rather than just like make disgruntled teenagers read when they don't want to <laughs> I uh, thought it was really funny when uh, RuPaul was um, introducing the guests who would be um, helping him yeah and and then she mentioned one of them who was on Secret Celebrity Drag Race and was like remember her and like, Kylie is just like yes <laughs> like, that is all of us who, so the secret celebrity drag race who do you want to be your stand-up coach mm. anyone from the stand-up world or an actor i suppose i don't know you say yours and i'll see if i can okay think in the meantime. i would want either well one of three or all three of them ideally nicole byers who is just just because then I'd know her. But hope. also, it's not a stand up challenge. It's not, but there I feel like all three of these like uh, really straddle because they're all actors as well. Mm. So they straddle the worlds of like being comedy, being hilarious, but also they know how to act. So I feel like that's a good. Uh, Nicole Byers, um, Joel Kim Booster, um, or Jabuki Young White. Just so I could have sex with him afterwards. I don't know who that is. Jabuki, are we, you, he's the guy that I'm always saying to you. Do you remember he's like part of the? Um, who's that fit South African? comedian presenter guy no yeah yeah sure noah yeah i know what his name is noah why don't we why i know exactly who he is so hard yeah um noah does the daily show yeah with noah the daily show with (laughs) noah trevor noah trevor noah he is the like roving reporter on trevor noah's show and he's like sort of like 23 or whatever Mm. um just like cute as a fucking button so fit um and just really and actually probably the funniest person on twitter Mm. um and so i'd like to i'd like him to be so that then i could have sex with him i have no answer i was listening too too deeply to your answer for me to be able to think of it what about wonder sykes yeah, she would be good, I yeah. guess. 
I just don't know, really. I just wouldn't want to do the challenge. Someone from the office. Um, what about Kylie serving you Tom of Finland fetish daddy in that hat? Mm. Ow. She can serve me anything. <laughs> Ow. Um, and when Eureka was like, you guys are going to vote me straight out. And everyone was just like staring at him like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so that's not the answer that I was looking for. It's like, yeah, they really fucking are. They, they will really do if they can. That's not the response, bitch. That's not the response. Um, I just felt like Trinity seems so defeated. It was really like from before the, the coaching the whole session. Way through, yeah, because like, I thought she did really well in the coaching, and they gave yeah. her a really warm welcome as well. They really kind of like whooping and a hollering when she came out hollering and a gallering um who the fuck is this cute guy next to alex mappas he's well cute isn't, isn't he he's well cute <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely i was like oh damn i wasn't maybe i should be paying attention to who these maybe people you are. should be watching rupaul's secret celebrity <laughs> I drag don't think it's, I, he's not that cute <laughs> <laughs> um very good to hear a new word perswatcher perswatcher um most importantly does this mean now because now we've got you know like ukraine's drag race like literally every single country ever does this mean hopefully that they'll give up on all like the shit offshoots like the celebrity drag race and like things like that because there's just so much going on they can't possibly be trying to shoehorn in i hope so like, now t- even that christmas one was eggy wasn't but it but we did get our re- return of our beloved kylie sneak love and that weird moment with um jasmine masters face covered someone pretended to be jasmine masters because she'd left set there was oh, yeah, a lot of strange. Weird... It was just basically like an infomercial for Rue's Christmas album. And yeah, a lot of strange odd. drama going on, which was fantastic. Doth we move on to Elimination Day? <clears throat> um, yeah, but can I just say, uh, I just love so much how personable and soft Kylie is. Mm. There's like that really, and it's it's not a um a quality that's like often shown in in drag artists i don't think like so the default is to be loud is to be obnoxious is to be like and she she i'm sure she can be all of them things but it's uh, what i love about her is she shows like a completely different side and maybe this is like more with being a doll than rather than being sort of like a i don't know the eureka she's a lovely soft woman the eureka horrible loud men shouting (laughs) you called um but just i just love how like soft and relatable and she seems like a friend rather than like this sort of untouchable drag queen glamazon even though she does bring all of that as well Mm -hmm. she also like really feels like a person which makes me think wow is that winner's shit I think it fucking is. I hope it um, is. Ginger Minge recycling the exact same vibe and jokes. <clears throat> I'm glad that they pulled her up again. on that because, yeah, like it's like with the drag tots thing. Like she is the Ginger Minge character and she'll just, that is what she does all the time. All so she it, ever does. So that's why when she says stuff, it does sound so rehearsed because yeah. it's like, well, let me tell you one more time. I grew up with um, someone like that when I was younger, another gay guy. And when I first met him, I was like, you are the. F- my- absolutely the funniest motherfucker i've ever met in life like crying constantly it was after like three months i was like oh every single joke yeah every (laughs) single joke that you tell is recycled and it's just like repurposed in a different way with different people and actually everything about your comedy is just learned and that without jack mcfarland actually you don't have any (laughs) any comedy skills at all like and it's just like and he was yeah, it was like he was older than me. And I was like, oh, like actually, like so many people's comedy is just like copy and pasted from other people. And it's mm. not like thinking on your feet at all. I think most things I say that are funny is just like ripped from like The Simpsons or programs I've just watched my whole life. I don't 
Huntington. Um, <laughs> and what did you think about Eureka and her shitty kitty um, going for the most embarrassing moment in drag? I thought that was a very smart move. Well, yeah, because what do we want? Vulnerability. When, when do we, we want, want it? it? Every pa- episode. Pants full of shit. <laughs> um, but yeah. But yeah, let's move on to um, Elimination Day. Um, did you see Eureka's hair? Is that almost the same midnight blue colour of your lovely new How's Your Head wig? It is, you know. Mm. It is. And I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, why is TKB walking around telling everyone that she might go? Stop reminding them. I know. Please. Bamboozle them with a lovely card trick or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, Get one of Silky's props from the other yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. And... Don't be telling them that you're going to go. Because then that makes it so much easier for them to choose you. Yeah. You're like literally planting the idea in their head that it has to be you. Hmm. Which is just not... F- Honey, we cannot see you go. We will not see you go. Um, what th- did we do? Saw her go. Yeah. <laughs> The, the part with Eureka really broke my heart. Which no, was sort of, breaking oh. my heart. Because as well, like, she, she's she been so vulnerable. For someone that's so loud and, and like, seemingly very confident, mm. you've seen so much vulnerability from her and her biscuit kickers these this season. Um, and I just, yeah, I thought that was really gorgeous. But I re- do you know what I really fucking loved about it? I really loved the delicate way in which Trinity handled it. Mm. She wasn't like, oh, like, she first of all, like, gave her the space to be like, okay, this is a moment for her. Like, she's obviously needs to say this. And she wasn't, like, she didn't make a joke out of it. She wasn't like, yeah, bitch, well, you know, but like, and gave her some, like, loud, annoying response. She really, like, listened to her, but then also she wasn't like, well, you know I'm going to fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it was just, I felt like the way that it was handled was really good because I was kind of a bit on tenterhooks. I was like, how is Trinity going to respond to this? Because, like, is, does she love her? Mm. Like, because oh, you feel like Eureka, there might be, like, more than friendship for Eureka. Yeah. And I just thought, wow, God, Trinity is a fucking great person as well. Well, I did, it was quite confusing. A, coming after the Pink Table Talks when Eureka was saying, like, that she's always getting it. Mm. But that doesn't but then mean maybe that-, that was a um, bit of a front... I don't Excuse know. Me. But then not B, the fact that Eureka voted her out after mm. was very confusing. But also just because um just because people want to fuck you, it doesn't mean they want to be intimate with you. Do you know what I mean? Like But I don't think it is about fucking. I think it's more of But she was like, I get loads of dick. So if she's someone that oh, sure, 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 sure. if she's someone that's like heavily fetishized for her size or something, mm. for example, pe- people being like, Oh, I want to fuck Eureka, it doesn't mean that like then that she's they want to have pillow talk yeah it's extended to like like a soft intimacy that she obviously has with Mm. Um, but yeah I want that with TKB I want it with I want it with both of them imagine (laughs) mine between TKB and Eureka Um, although let me tell you I bet Eureka wicked farter I can just sense it with her. Well, she's they got that said energy. She's, she's the gassy one she's got that energy ain't for me girls Uh, (laughs) should we take a little break Luke's let's do it It started in a church hall, and then shit got crazy. Rebel Bingo rose up from the underworld to remind everyone that he's home. Sure, they've been around the block, from Las Vegas to New York, LA, Ibiza, Portsmouth Student Union, but they are back in their spiritual homeland. And because there just ain't nothing like a TP Dubs party, you can now grab £5 tickets for their next events in September and October with the code TRUFFLEPIGS, that's plural, that's TRUFFLEPIGS, for a £5 ticket for the next Rebel Bingo. So go grab them now. It's www.rebelbingo.com. 
Join the revolution on the 3rd of September and the 2nd of October at Oslo Hackney. The OG Intense Bingo Experience. Please welcome back to the stage, Miss Olive, what she's having. <laughs> So that was a weak one. I can always tell when you're not sure about it because you don't like look up at me with just panic in your eyes. Like, Olive, um, you hit that drum roll, honey. She's Samantha's lesser known brother. It's Lee Key Janice. <laughs> Would you say you've got a Lee Key Janice? Uh, no, I don't think so. That is honestly a i can remember seeing that on embarrassing bodies once that just someone was just like oh god yeah like my my ass just leaks all the time it's like that is an absolutely awful thing to have to live with of what poo or just general general like plasma? gunk general like yeah because obviously it's a waste pipe so like anything, you're a waste pipe <laughs> um yeah so obviously it's just not a cute thing to be going with and also as well my worst thing on Embarrassing Bodies, obviously I do not watch that anymore. I literally cannot bear it. But when they uh, have like sores or cuts or thing, and it just like, it can't heal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just like a wet, moist yeah. hole. Uh, some of us have got a wet, moist hole. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, real tough, real tough times. Mm. Just anything to do with the genitalia um, <laughs> in general is just a real tough time. I don't know how they managed to get people to go on telly being like, hi, my... Uh, foreskin is hanging off yeah we've got the nhs like, yeah do it yeah. in private really, unless they get paid do you reckon embarrassing bodies people get paid i don't know you fucking hope so if i've got to go show my warty cock on telly and then you get all the free free health care true true um and then we're back in the we're back on stage we're back in the room yeah um i hate victory rolls but they do suit rupaul i yeah i actually like the victory roll on mama um, and can I tell you why? Very weird for you to call her Mama. Mama. I, I didn't think you'd want to be related to or connected to her in any way, but sure. Um, we were literally just saying the other day that I we, I can't believe that at one point you were going to get a RuPaul tattoo. I know, portrait. <laughs> Honestly. Um, I, do you know why I think it is that they suit her? It's because she is quite timeless. She never really does looks that are modern. Mm. So, like, her looks are always... She never really like. Uh, she never really tied to sort of an age mm. ever. So I think that like the victory rolls, even when she wears them, they don't look fifties on her. So I think that's maybe why we 40s. like forties. Forties, yeah, of course. Sorry, um, they. Uh, so maybe that's why we like them. Because mm. the jumpsuit was giving me a bit of like seventies does forties, yeah, 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 isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. it? But that weird uh, new delusion um, panel wasn't very. Uh, matching with the skin tone was it it wasn't it wasn't and someone said to me that um rupaul never shows has never sh- always i saw it on twitter actually i think that they she never shows actual like full breast as in like she's never been like cut off like in a sweetheart neckline or whatever she always has straps interesting yeah which i don't know whether i believe but someone was saying that like maybe it's something to do with like how her chest is aging or whatever but like they've never seen her in just like a flat neckline well she often looks like she's got a hint of a breast but never like painted on like 3d so maybe yeah. she has straps so that they're really pushing like taping the flat well, she's the got fat lovely over. Man, man breasts i'm sure like it doesn't need to be a, a lot a bit of jiggly gynecomastia who are you calling about my gina <laughs> sorry i got very uh frog in my throat brb 
Um, talk amongst yourselves. And then, so let's let's talk about these uh, performances. First up, we have TKB with Bamboozled. Well, first of all, she looks great. Those yeah. finger waves are lovely yeah. on her and I love me some houndstooth. Can we talk about how difficult finger waves are as well? Please. First of all, you need a 360 lace, expensive. And then also you need to be able to rock each... Rock? You need to be able to rock each <laughs> finger wave with... Um, I'm only saying rock because you kind of have to rock your fingers as you do it. Um, each finger wave without disturbing the last one or the row behind. It is a real fucking skill. And do you know who the best at it ever is? Who? Uh, him from Brighton. The guy that does all of um, Joe Black's work. Dan, Dan Chapman. Dan Chapman. Literally the best at them. Mm. He, I can remember he put up one wig one time and it, uh, that was finger waves and it was just literally like every single row and ridge was just fucking like in, immaculate. Are his all human? Um, I guess so. I, I, well, I, I think doing, from what I know, doing uh, finger waves with synthetic wigs is so much harder than the human just because it doesn't manipulate in the same way mm. but um yeah amazing amazing i thought she looked gorgeous and she just was so relaxed and so mm. funny and all that wide squatting come on yeah i actually did a mini dive on the difference between dog tooth and hound's tooth check yeah just to see if one was fancy and one was river trash and what one i should be using mm. um and it all it is is hound's tooth is a larger size and dog tooth is smaller it turns out you're the river trash i am the river who, trash. Knew, who saw that coming so that's why yeah tkb she was in a hound tooth because i could see it from a from the wide mm. I can see a couple of hands too in front of me. I didn't get why they kept cutting to Carson and Justin, kind of like turning their heads to the side in a confused way when she was telling the stories. Like, listen, facts. For the first thing, yeah, like <laughs> there's no ears. way that like that those looks were cut. Like they've been placed in there by the edit because nothing she said was confusing. It was like a normal story. I don't know why they're yeah. trying to like play it. Like, oh, I really thought that this whole. Um, section actually of them doing the stories really felt very heavy on production Mm -hmm. the reactions to what they were doing just didn't seem at all like they should like they were paired properly it seemed like they were really trying to sort of carve a narrative out of it Um, and we'll talk about that in a second because there was a real moment of it where I was like nah this ain't adding up for Mm -hmm. me nope 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 Um, didn't you think it was quite weird when Trini said the words about um the guy putting the safety back on his gun. It was like pretty chilling. And it's just like a reminder that like in America, you can just, anyone can get a gun and like kill themselves. Like it would be so hard to do that here. We'd have to go like slit your wrists in a bath, take yeah. a couple of pills. Oh, I do toaster in the bath. Would you? Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, you'd yeah. be left with crazy hair. Yeah. Dazzle them one last time. Honey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just I found it really just like sort of unsettling to hear her talk so uh, matter of fact about like the gun. I thought that it was more of a metaphor to be like to put the safety back on your gun is like a reminder that I don't know actually what I thought then. That's not how I heard it. I thought that when she was saying that like she was it was a reminder that she needs to look after herself and that she like her safety needs to come first. No, because she was saying the man who she met with her, he was watching Drag Race. And when TKB said about her status, he literally put the safety back on his gun and put the gun down. Oh my yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. Talking about the, the fags won't listen. This fag, <laughs> look inside, honey. Um, wow, that is, uh, yeah, that's fucking chilling. Mm. Um, and 
just that's like a constant discourse on Twitter that just like whenever American people and English people are arguing, they'll say something, they'll be like, oh, good one, you with your bad teeth. And they're like, good one, go get a gun and go to school. Yeah. <laughs> like It's just like every, the answer back that all British people always do to American people. It's like, it's, I can't believe that we've got to a place where we even joke about it. But imagine, if for people in England, for any of our stateside listeners, I would like pass out if I even saw a gun. I can't imagine what one looks like. I've yeah, seen... when you're on holiday or in the airport and you see like the police with like guns in their yeah, thing, it's yeah, like, yeah. it kind of like puts me on edge. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? This well, it's creepy. a reminder as well. Like you said, when you see people with guns, it's a reminder that like, death is imminent do you know mm. what i mean that like they could shoot you and you would be dead and that would be it and we're not often faced as british people that have like obviously such strict gun laws we're not faced with like being in contact with something that could kill us straight away do you mm. know what i mean like, we- you don't see weapons in england you don't see like apart from knives but i saw yesterday on instagram <gasps> that some little student has invented something to, yeah to stop your blood coming out as much when you get stabbed it is so incredible so it's basically like um like a compression balloon um, that they mount over the stab wound and the balloon goes inside and it blows up, which obviously like compresses all of the um, the wound to like stop bleeding. And apparently for it could like on site for when people get ble- uh, bleeding out, it could like really slow down blood loss. Congratulations, Loughborough University. Yeah, this guy's like what, like 21 or something. And yeah, madness. Absolutely incredible. But yeah, oh my God, that is absolutely fucking chilling about the thing. But I thought this whole story was heartwarming, comedic, um, and exactly what you wanted it to be. There was was romance. We got a massive twist. There was raw emotion. And she ended on a joke. Like, that is like... like a Jilly Cooper novel. Oh, (laughs) Jilly Cooper. Why have we never done a Jilly Cooper wig? Can you picture what Jilly Cooper's hair looks like? Yeah, it's a bit like... um, What's her name from Dynasty? Yeah, 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 yeah. Crystal. And very kind of like that sandy. Where's me mullet? I think that sandy colour. I think Georgie's got the mullet, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, she uh, honestly, absolutely the fucking best. Um, but yeah, I really. What would you have given this overall out of ten? Like an eight. I'd have given this a nine. And I think the fact that she wasn't fast tracked to the final after calling RuPaul her guardian angel is really a travesty. Absolutely. That was that. Do you know what? It would have been a 10 if she hadn't called RuPaul her guardian angel. Because what I don't like is when people talk about the, the RuPaul like empire, it's not RuPaul doesn't do anything like. Except frack. Yeah, yeah, except and literally be transphobic just in the destroy past. the planet and um, refuse diversity on uh, <laughs> for the drag scene. Um, but uh, yeah, that was one bit that I didn't like because that seemed a tiny bit pandering to be like, "He's my guy." Like, why is RuPaul your guardian angel? Like everything you've, your drag family is your guardian angel. Your mm. fans are your guardian angel. Do you know what I mean? Like, but then maybe like um, he feels indebted. Josh, what? maybe Joshy was also literally like fuck my life I can't do this anymore and then got the call like you've made it to drag race like because I feel like it was he was kind of putting the parallel between the two stories sure 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 sure, sure. it's just I can't don't you do it TKB it's just I can't I can't warm to no to Lady Rubella just it's not it's not for me um but then next up we have first time 
by Kylie Sinique Love. <laughs> it was a hot summer day in Georgia. Very uh, Blanche Dubois. I've always relied on the kindness of strangers. I, as literally as soon as she started, I was like, I could listen to you talk all day. I very much appreciated when she got off the stool at that particular point yeah. when she talks about going on stage. Very reminiscent of when Westlife would all get up <gasps> with the major key change. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A rise from a stool is can be which, very emotive. Which one of Westlife did you fancy? None of them. I, They were like... I had to have a bit of boy zone in my life because my oldest friend Carla loved Ronan, but I was E17 girl at the time. Of course, because I'm from the streets. (laughs) Um, And then Westlife came and they were just like some even worse version of boy zone to me. I was like maybe 10 when Westlife were at their height and I, there was just like one of them. I can't even remember what his name was. The one with the dark hair that I was just like. The main one. Okay, okay, yep. I could I could be split. Yeah. The main one with the sort I don't, of reddish I literally don't even know. I, don't, I can't even picture him now or remember that he had dark hair. There was the one that was uh, the like kind of chunky Kian one. There was and with, something. Two like matching blonde ones. The one that was married to Kerry Katona. With the Brian McFadden. Brian McFadden. <laughs> um, and then there was the gay one. The one that died. Mark Fahili. Oh, no. Oh, that was Stephen Gately oh. from Boyzone. Stop killing people on the pod. Um... <laughs> Okay, that was that was nasty rumors. That was yeah, Millie Bobby Brown over here is selling nasty rumors, killing the gays. Um, that he is not dead. Can stop? Can we get a can we get a fact check on Mark from Westlife? He's not dead, is he? I don't even know who Mark is. He's the gay one. Is he not gay? I don't know. Am I, am I out in people that aren't even gay? No, he's gay. He's in Westlife. Come on. But the other one with the dark hair, I wanted to be fingered by the main the main singer. I guess. I can't even remember who the fifth one is, so sure. We'll be our B Surely on that. there's a ginger one. It's Westlife. They're, they're Irish boys. Sunnyflower is actually... Uh, anyway, moving uh, on. Yeah, very strange diversion there. When she said about her belly being bubbly like champagne, all I could think about was when Jill Terrell, Jill Terrell was like, still quite bubbly, actually. Filled <laughs> the bowl twice over. <laughs> I can't believe that we missed Miss Jill Terrell. Right, pod, I need to tell you something. Luke, there is no person in London that would do a better Jill Tyrrell. And she was actually signed up to Miss Jill Tyrrell 2020, was that? One. 2021, but it got cancelled. No, 2020, sorry, yes. Um, but she had to put out, unfortunately, because of coronavirus. And it. Um, they've now just done another one, but 2022, you're going to take Miss Jill Tyrrell. Maybe. Ma- make it your bitch, because there is no one that would do a better Nighty Nights Miss Jill Tyrrell. I reckon Georgie would do a good one, Miss Georgie B. Fancy Shoes. So she's got the accent. She does. Down. She does. But you've got the bad extensions. You've got the horrible personality. Yeah, the nastiness. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, can I tell you something about Kylie Sneak Love that is fantastic, but it's also worrying me? I think part of the problem with Kylie Sneak Love, which is why maybe RuPaul might not see her as a winner, is. She seems very resolved of her trauma. She mm. seems too far down the line to, to to give RuPaul what he needs for a show. But think about the winners. None of them are real. I was going to say trauma cases. That doesn't feel very nice. But like Chad, perfection. Chad, is that his name? Lady Chadley, yeah. <laughs> um, like Alaska- At Chad Michael Allstar. <laughs> like Alaska had one mini meltdown, but she's pretty normal. Trini and Monet, they're fine. Shay had that one thing about Sasha, but it's like none of them are real, like, real, like, sob stories. No, it's not so much the sob story. It's that she doesn't seem willing to give production what they 
want. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's not out here being like, she's not giving them the trauma porn of talking about being a trans performer. Like, she seems so far along in her journey that she doesn't need it. Yeah. And I think that they will want to give the win to someone that desperately needs it. A fantastic narrative like Ginger Minge, who's like, I've been here a million times and I want it so bad. But is that a fantastic narrative? Or no, is it of like, get not. it right the yeah, first three times? Yeah. Then? But, do you know what I mean? Or Raja coming back being like, everyone hated me and now I've come back and I've completely shown... It, the thing is with Kylie, and I, I felt this about the about the story, she's not like, I need to come here and beg for my spot. And she doesn't feel like she n- desperately needs it. Mm. She deserves it, but she doesn't feel... Do you know what I mean? I just feel like... Well, she said that she, uh, she had $200 in her bank account the day that she got the All-Stars message. $200? Wow, that's only like 150 pounds. Yeah, that ain't shit. That ain't shit, honey. Uh, but, but saying that, maybe she had stacks and stacks of cash from the tips. Hopefully. You would hope so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we move on? Yeah, please. And then we, next up we have My Ruby Slippers by Ginger Minge. Tell him. I know it's not a comedy challenge, but, but I at least chuckled a couple of times with Trinity and Kylie, but not a twinge for the Minge. It just feels over-rehearsed. It really felt like a monologue. It really yeah. felt like a learned monologue from the theatre. Yeah, the way she was, like, even though they complimented it on her later, like, she'd be talking about something and she'd, like, pause and be obviously, like, remembering the shoes. But it seemed so, like, forced, like she was doing mm. it on, like, a play or something. Yeah. And there was real moments of, like, um, pathos. Is that the right word? Like, It's a lovely Greek island. The island of... It's the new Mykonos. Next to Lesbos. Mm. Um she there was real moments of like where she was like um and and my daddy looked at me and i turned and then she like she she like gave you performance yeah. it felt so so artificial and i was like this is a real moment where someone who is like very she's very performative normally she's very um she doesn't i don't think she feels very like in the moment like mm. she's always coming back with a joke that is like again you've kind of heard it before it's not that yeah it's, she's not giving you like alaska sort of like stupid humor that, that is really something that you warm to just like classic drag played but not out even, joke. Like, classic like i don't even feel like she's classic drag humor because She's like also it's a bit Disney as well. She doesn't really like really go there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I just feel like, yeah, it just I, I don't know. And there was a bit as well that when she said, and it even had a half inch chunky heel. It cut to Michelle and Rue, and they were both belly laughing. This literally is the bit like, you're talking about. Yeah, literally like screaming. It's like a chunky half inch heel, and Rue was like. <laughs> It was like, that's, I mean, that's literally the go-go boots you're wearing right now. And it's it? not, that's, you're not, that is not your reaction to what she just said. No. Like, that is a cut and paste edit to be like, oh my God, Ginger Minge was really funny. Remember how, so that they can say later on, remember mm. how well she did in that challenge. You're boring. And it it just, the maths ain't math insists. Like, I do not, it, it didn't make sense. And especially after you've watched TKB, who was all of these things. And I'm not saying this in a biased way at all, I don't think. Like, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't dare be biased. Not on the pod. Um, but yeah, it just that it didn't match up. I no, think. and um, she seemed so confident this whole episode. She was basically mm. like, "Yeah, because you know, like this has got my name written all over it. I can do me a monologue." It's like so such off-putting. a boner killer. Yeah, real off putting, isn't it? Um, then next up we have Bunny Tail by Raja O'Hara. Would you say you were the stinky tea? I'm definitely the stinky something. <laughs> uh, I'm the stinky bee. Um, <laughs> the stinky tea thoughts. Why? If it was stanky, then maybe. Yeah, why are you stinky? I and also, know. what is tea smelling of? I don't know. Like stale. 
Let me see. I've got a cup here. But I did belly laugh at baseball bat in a wig. <laughs> I don't really understand Just it. She's so tall and thin. Sure. It's like a baseball bat. Um, I wondered if she changed her name from Victoria Lee Mack because she found out who Lee Mack was. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> you would not want to be tied to that nutter. Um, have you ever thought of a, an alternative drag name that you might like to call yourself? Oh, please tell them what originally your first drag name was. Well, Dominic Top and the Bottoms, they're my backing dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But turns Although, out... Although, annoyingly, I've seen that so much. First of all, you, that is 100%. We came up with that like a, a decade ago. Mm. You were the first Dominique Top. I like to think so. But yeah. then again, like it is very obvious, like Dom Top, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, ain't got course. it, Huns. Um, so, yeah. Um, but your original drag name was Lucrezia La Bomba. Well, that was my burlesque name. I mean, it's all the same. And I am the Boom Boom Bomb, baby. Tyrant <laughs> <laughs> <Diamond> flashback. <laughs> um, I had my TV on subtitles, as I so often do. Mm. Um, and they spelt zhuzh, Z-H-U-Z-H. They always Bots. do. It's kind the of zhuzh. like Zsa Gabor, isn't it? Yeah, Although yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I don't think it does. Because um, I can remember my mum texted me. Obviously, the the mother of a gay son texted me once saying "zhuzh" and she spelled it J H O O S H "zhuzh." Zhuzh. Yeah. I think it's got to have a J E U at the beginning because I think oh, it's yeah, kind yeah. of French, like je, "le je." You spell it J E J E U J, don't you? Something zhuzh. like that. Zhuzh, yeah. But "zhuzh" Z H U Z H does make sense. It's it very feels... like Greg Grace zhuzh. Yeah, it feels very. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, very zhuzhy. Very. It does feel zhuzhy, doesn't it? Imagine if Grace zhuzh spelled her name Grace zhuzh. Maybe it would tell her. Yeah, very cute. Or they dress her box to that. Shout out to Grace zhuzh. <laughs> I, I thought she walked up a angel lot. Face. Yeah, with yeah. a nice dog as well. Oh yeah! Shout out to Lon- East London royalty, Grace zhuzh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought Raja really warmed up towards the end. Like she was a bit, st- not stiff at the beginning, but you really noticed towards the end mm. that she got a bit more relaxed. She was giving us levels, moving around the stage. Yeah. Can I just say my first drag name um, was, and this is how long I've been gay. Um, my first drag name, I wanted it to be Beulie because it was, uh, me, my dad's really interested in cars and he took us to this um, car uh, thing in a place called Bewley. My mum grew up in Bewley. Oh yeah, yeah. We've had this conversation mm. before, haven't we? Um, and it's like a classic. My dad's. I grew, when as I grew up, he always had like classic cars. Um, and um, from money, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, but he. We, so we would always go to these like classic car fairs. You know, very uh, Goodwood. Very yeah, exactly. Very um, very vintage, mm. very retro. Did you get dressed uh, up in your circle skirt? <laughs> honey couple of Vic rolls um <laughs> actually sorry can I just point out my mum and dad are literally at a vintage like festival this weekend and did they my, get dressed up well my mum was like for my mum was like can you uh can you buy me a lovely lipstick so I went to, oh, she was like I want a vintage red so it just Chanel bought a little lipstick and lip liner uh for the girls because she wanted to feel very vintage um you didn't go um Ruby Woo no, I thought it was a bit basic. Not for mum. Not She's for a, mum. Well, she wanted like a nice lipstick. So I thought Chanel does Chanel does the best packaging. Like, you don't, you know that shitty little Mac plastic packaging. Mm. My mum wants something, something with a bit of weight to it, you know. Triple layer corrugated cardboard, please. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they're metal. And oh. They're like proper, like, they're like nice, like, sh- like matte black with gold trim and stuff. It's very, you're really paying for the packaging. Very, you know? um, But yeah, I, after seeing that, maybe that was sort of like, I was like eight or nine. I was like, obsessed with the word. Obviously, I didn't know why I was obsessed because 
She's a gay. <laughs> Is that your Mexican? T- <laughs> Mexican yeah, yeah, exactly. And I can remember just being like, wow, there's something about that word, the glamour of it being like French, the glamour of that, how it rolls off your tongue. And then as soon as I knew what drag was, I was like, oh, my drag name to be Beaulie. <laughs> But Beaulie is spelt B. Beaulie and the Beast. <laughs> Beaulie is spelt B A U um, L I E U. Imagine people like just like someone being like, and next up we have Bolie. Bolie. <laughs> yeah, so probably wouldn't work. Um, but what would you? Uh, oh, we skipped uh, Ginger Mint. What would you give her out of ten? I don't think we rated Kylie either. Kylie. Kylie, I give like a seven point five. I'd give her an eight. Uh, Ginger Minge, a four. Yeah, a five. No, a five. Um, and then the Stinky Tea? Stinky Tea, maybe like a seven. A seven. Yeah, me too. I thought it was a good, good, safe. Uh... Definitely, I thought it was fun. I liked the beat. Uh, and then next up, we have a benefit by Boom Boom for Eureka O'Hara. The biggest drag queen in captivity. <laughs> that is such a fucking good line. It's ice cream delivered when she said that. Um, she's just so warm and entertaining. She's like... When she, it's like being hugged. She looks absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Um, can we talk about £13.33 a night? How is that even possible or legal? Dollars as well. So Dollars. Make that £10. Yeah. How is that possible? Maybe. I don't know. And why was it so on the nose? Was it divided by... Well, I wonder whether she actually gets paid um, £40 and she has to do three numbers. So she gets paid £13. That's a third of $40. Yeah. So maybe she gets paid like... It's just three numbers or whatever. Wow. I don't know, mental. Her body looks sensational in that bunny outfit. Mm. Just like, oh, the curves and swerves. Yeah, into it. Um, and I really, really like this. I would have given this like a, uh, probably an eight. Because I just thought it was fun. She was, she did, she, she never takes herself too seriously. It was, it, it was actually, dare I say, it was a bit gross for me. I know that's meant a wow. mental thing for me to say. It's just, there was, I don't know. It's just like there was so much shit talk. I was just like, I kind of like didn't really want to hear like what it sounded like. I don't know. It's just I, well, li- I thought I liked it was it. for a shit story, very light. Oh, okay. I like shit. Yeah. Although I love how Eureka's allowed to talk about her mound of brown, and Michelle's there going tee hee hee. But poor old Rockham Sakura wants to high kick into <laughs> a fart. Then that is just a no go. You will. You will just not let this go, will you? No, like, it just ev- is so hypocritical. Ever since they said to Rockham, like, really a fart joke, Luke has been like, I will tear this place down. How dare they not allow? And I'm, I'm with you. I, although I did not care for the the for fart. the that you didn't see down under, but they did a challenge where they had to sell their own yeast spread, aka Vegemite, Marmite, yeah. Poffrel, and it was. That I've got a dirty mouth and mind and body parts, but I even found that just like this is gross. Like they're talking about like female yeast, but yet that's fine. I was gonna say, but that's what's so disgusting about Drag Race. There's like oh, like a queen talking about her own fart, repulsive, but like men mocking yeast of women, like dressed up as women, hilarious. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. Love it, honey. Um, Love it. But I I liked this one. I'd give this probably. Uh, same as Trini, eight and yeah. a half. I'm an eight. I'm an eight for this. Um, and then for our runway theme, we have Oops, I Did It Again. Can we talk? First of all, have you ever had an oops moment slash wardrobe malfunction? No, but you're about to talk about what happened to you at Bingo when your chainmail dress. We've already told them about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is true. And uh, I've got a different story, though. Have you? Please mm. tell them. I, I do have one, but please tell them. 
Uh, well, obviously, my tampon string moment I mentioned earlier. Yep. But also, when I was around 15, 16 years old, just a young new metal girl on the scene, yep. um, went to a club called Adrenaline, which was just off Co- Tottenham Court Road. And the Limp Biscuit version of George Michael's Faith came on. Yeah. I, always in the centre of the mosh pit, yep. one of the lads, you can't hold me down, you can't hold me back. Um, and then at some point, my incredibly baggy jeans dropped to the ground, revealing in the UV light my white knickers in the middle of the club in front of everybody. Super cute. Mm. Super cute. I wish I could have been there. Maybe you were. No, um, you probably would have been seven then. All of my um, embarrassing costume moments have always happened on stage, and I have so many of them. Um, one time I was doing a show, uh, and I had, for some reason, we had really high, we we're doing a fossy number, and we had really, really high legged um, leotards. Legged. High legged <laughs> uh, leotards on. And um, I had like a really strange dance belt on. I don't know why, like a, a jock strap. Um, and oh, I was, thought you meant kind of like a on the hips, kind of like bullet belt. <laughs> No, unfortunately not. I wish it was. Um, and my, I did some. It was like an old dance belt, and I wore it because it it was quite thin. Weird. Don't don't know how it happened. But when I was dancing, we had on. I obviously the girls had on tights, but the boys didn't. So we had these high legged leotards and like cuffs and stuff. It was all very strange. Ooh. Um, and uh, when I was as I was dancing, I did something that was like full body, and my dance the back of it broke. And so then I Did was, you have a Raja moment? Well, so I was as I was dancing, like obviously a, a good like dance belt, a good job. Sorry, can you explain what a dance belt is? Well, it's basically the polite way that you refer to because obviously you wear them from like the age of thirteen as a boy. Like if if you're in ballet or whatever, like obviously you're in a leotard, so all your junk is needs to be there. It's like it smooths it. And it holds it also up, like when you're jumping and stuff, you don't want it to, it has to be like... So it's like a sports bra for your sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want your dick like against your body rather than like... Loose goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's obviously so dangerous in dance. Um, Dangerous? Yeah, no, like super... You have someone's eye out. (laughs) You have someone's eye out with that thing. No, it's super fucking dangerous because they like they uh, um, the dance college that i went to they were like super strict about it like boys often if you forgot your dance belt because also we had like a lot of boys that like hated wearing them because when you're fuck when your fucking dick is strapped up from half eight in the morning to half six at night like up by your belly button it's like it's not the most pain uh, painless thing that you'll ever go mm. through and that five days a week it's a lot um so we had a lot of boys that just like basically went, oh i forgot my joke today or whatever because they're just like it's so so painful um and you wouldn't be allowed to do classes because they'd had situations over the years where people had been going into classes and not and banjo string no like twisted testicles and it's it is like actually genuinely really dangerous um that's the sound for the twisted testicle yeah and like a strangulated i there was someone in a couple of years above, a, scump, a couple of years above me who got like a strangulated testicle from like not wearing like proper underwear for yeah because especially in ballet as well like if you you have a full like 15 minute section of like elevation where you're just jumping up and down and stuff it's not it ain't good for you honey. Oh, um and so basically mid-show in a show in with a full paying audience my jock strap like came on un- like it broke at the back which meant that like my underwear was like shifting to because it's all so tight and elasticated it was like shifting to like the other leg which meant that like it basically came off the front and I was in a leotard that was very high legged and I was like dancing. And then I could like, it's like one of them things that we we're talking about. You don't know your wigs off until it's off mm. and you don't know your balls are hanging out until they're hanging out. Oh, but dear. like I did something like a, a high kick or something, Into like a, a, lay, a layout. 
and then was like, oh my God. And I thought my leotard had had broken. I thought my leotard had come off. Mm-hmm. And um, I was dancing and I was like, oh my God. And in I was so panicked that it was like, in one of these formations, we were like all in a big triangle. And I was, the, I was like the guy that was off the front girl's shoulder. So just like me and another guy at the front of the thing. And I basically... I was like dancing and I was like, oh my God. And I just felt it. And then I she just like grabbed the person behind me and pushed them forward, <laughs> pushed them forward and just like went behind them. And so I was like standing directly behind this girl. And I was like going like, I was like literally like trying to dance. And it, luckily it was like fussy. So it was like all like super um, like small and mm. e- much easier to deal with. Otherwise, if I'd been like a full like jazz number, I would have been absolutely fucked. But just like both sort of like both balls, like bunny earing out of the bottom of this leotard. Lord. My jock strap just like sort of hanging out. And then like then I noticed that like the strap had had come off and it was like hanging out of the bottom of the leotard and I can't remember whether I just went off in the end because I was like I just literally can't do this but I was like I had to like basically continue dancing like holding up my jock strap like underneath my le- it was honestly one of the most humiliating experiences of my life and because we were in a group for a lot of it as well like everyone on fucking stage knew and everyone was just like cracking <laughs> up just like me it was just honestly the most uh and but luckily it happened like quite near towards the end so yeah, full balls out on a stage, um, trying to get through a dance. Is that pedo as well? How old were the balls? Uh, the balls were around eighteen, I think. Okay, 19. so of age. Of age, they were, um, but sh- uh, shriveled in terror. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's a. I think that's an embarrassing enough story. Uh, let's talk about the oops, I did it again runway. What would you have done for an oops, I did it again runway? Um, I was trying to think of classic red carpet like faux pas. Like when the flash goes off and then you could just see like the whole tits. Um, Or, you know, classic skirt in the knickers, tissue on the floor. My first thought was I would want to do like gorgeous Valentina style bridal, white, everything. And then just bam, period all over the back. (laughs) You wouldn't be allowed to. Well, of After course, because nasty women. Manilin. Manilin. So then I thought I would want to actually give you like really extreme like VPL. Um, yeah. So I have just like a gorgeous dress and then like some massive like 3D, maybe even like a nappy underneath, just like gross things. And then maybe just like a big like sort of middle-aged woman's like black bra strap hanging out or something like underwear. Underwear being seen, basically. Yeah, cute. Well, my first thought actually was that I was like, I would go exactly like you said like flashback mary like just like huge white exactly like um coco montrese on the lip <laughs> just like huge white all over the face and i was like oh but actually like it's i didn't i don't think anyone understood the assignment because it's outfit isn't it mm. so i was like oh that wouldn't actually be doing the outfit but then i thought i would go like a super gorgeous like flesh um dress super super like absolutely the tightest thing in the world and then um i would have like just like a really really big like packer in it so it's just like super tight on the dress and then just got like a big old, big old schlong dick. yeah <laughs> big old schlong down by your leg mm. um so that that's just like the most obvious thing when you come out um and then maybe some comedy balls as well oh nice some gigantic maybe a slit down the back of this dress and then they're just like uh low hangers yeah swanging is that a patented phrase um but yeah I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Um, so first up, we have Trinity K. Bonet serving sort of vintage Liz Hurley meets <sighs> classic Trinity K. Bonet. Gorgeous. Two, two icons meet. Please. Uh, I just put drag excellence. This is drag excellence. And how badly do you need them gloves? Oh, I loved them. Obsessed with them. This was very close to my heart because, as I said, 
showgirl rigging the gig, yeah. safety pins are a vital part of drag yeah. Yeah. and any kind of performance. Um, literally holding everything together. So really appreciated that. Didn't appreciate Michelle being like, oh, like it's a shame I had to wait till you turned round before we saw it. It's like... Oh, so you need everything blaringly obvious slapping you in the face. Yeah. 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 You don't want the beauty on the way up and then the gag on the way down? Fuck exactly. you, Michelle. Well, exactly. You know where I stand with her. I gave this a nine. I gave it 8.5 truffs. I'm just, you're really... Sometimes a girl just needs a half point. <laughs> you really love them, don't you? Next up, we have Raja in a deconstructed cherry sequence. Cherry sequence. I didn't like the hair. No. Maybe if it had been black, it would have been cuter for me. Why can't be black? Uh, I just... Yeah, I just didn't think... Um, I didn't. I thought it was a bit mumsy the hair. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It didn't really like. I think it's maybe meant to be kind of like a sort of seventies like flicky thing, but I think it kind of just got oh, a really? bit lost with the purple color. I thought it was more supposed to be a sort of fifties like wide. I thought that was the problem. It wasn't wide enough. It should have. Mm. They should have blown it out a bit more. Um, but yeah, this wasn't for me. And I thought actually when she first came out that it was a scrap of fabric, which is a real testament to how good she is with clothes. Because I was like, oh my God, is she holding a scrap of fabric up mm. on her body? They're going to destroy her. But then I was like, no, the garment is constructed so well that it looks like it's a scrap of fabric hanging off her mm. body. Um, giving you a little Angelina with the leg. Do you remember yeah. the f- the chokehold that photo had on the world Crazy. when she first came out? She's like, oh my God, Angelina has got one leg. Crazy, isn't <laughs> Have you, y'all heard of Jessica Rabbit? <laughs> yeah, just like people absolutely lost their mind just because she popped a leg mm. out of a dress. I thought the acting was great. The beauty yeah. is evident. I didn't <laughs> love the garment, but... Definitely, I thought it was fun. I liked the beat. Yeah, and the beat was giving me seven. Same. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Um, next up, we have Miss Kylie Sonique Love serving you ketchup and mustard fantasy she was inspired by the John Paul Gaultier McDonald's servers yeah. in yeah, Fifth yeah, Element yeah, yeah. I kind of wish she went a bit harder with that uh, although I, I, I'm i waiting for someone to do a fucking kill it's such a fashion moment I can't believe no one's ever done I haven't even seen it like off Drag Race like an, another queen has done it for like a show or whatever that no one's ever done a Fifth Element like killer look because it's do you know it's the first show ever where a Brooklyn design. Heights kind of did the like the white bodysuit thing. Did you on the first like one of the challenge the first challenge which has got like the massive like um, trench coat on top of it and the slick back hair. She's basically wearing that bodysuit, oh, yeah. but it's not a full Fifth Element it, look. Yeah, and I think as well, is her name Milu? Milu is that her name? Lilu. Lilu. No, I'm getting confused. Lilu and Stitch. I'm getting very confused. Um, Luca. <laughs> um, she that's that's also a bit basic just mm. because the outfit's quite basic but it's just essentially bandages I'd like to bandages. see um, the like comedian what's his name the leopard print yeah 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 yeah, yeah I mean well it's the first sh- film ever made where a couturier um, has ever he made every single outfit for all of the um, all of the extras every single part in it was what made by a job how long do you yeah. think that would have taken Th- two to three years i imagine mental yeah jean-paul Gaultier made absolutely everything and it's just got so many incredible fashion moments i just mm. think like i'd love to see maybe we scrap oliver and just do a musical of the fifth element yeah i'm in i'm sold but who would you want to be i'd want to be the the diva me too Ooh. i'd want to play many roles many I, roles i can't believe no one's ever done that like, and i'm still waiting for that iconic. chanel makeup machine please oh my god please we'll have to settle um, for the simpsons shotgun. <laughs> um but yeah i i i saw did you see that reference when she came out 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 me too. I just absolutely loved it. I loved how campy it was. I loved the wiener reveal. Come on. Honey. Behave. As a trans woman as well. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> absolutely. It's ve- it kind of reminded me of, do you remember when Bitter Betty at DragCon, you know, she, obviously she's been very, it's, it's, it must be difficult in America to be someone of such high visibility because Bitter Betty, obviously, who is our... Oh, I love her so much. One eight hundred wig takeout. If you don't know, yeah, but you should get to know if you don't know. Um, she has obviously been so incredibly vocal about the lack um, and the absence of dra- of trans artists being on Drag Race, and has been very vocal. Um, very like, I-, I think probably one of the most visible high profile queens that has been very very critical and vocal of the Drag Race machine mm. and them um, ostracizing and not using drag. Uh, trans performers and but equally not only does she run a wig shop where the wigs are constantly shown on drag race and so many of the drag race queens obviously buy from her but also she is someone that people absolutely fucking love and look up to so she obviously at DragCon is going to want to be celebrated people are going to want to fucking meet her so it must be a really difficult like space to be in where you're like i don't really want to buy into drag world because it is a world of wonder and a RuPaul mm. part of the machine. But also, I want to fucking meet my fans. This is yeah. the biggest convention for drag around. And also, what a wig takeout should have a fucking stall when they'd make a killing because they're yeah. so sick. So difficult. But it reminds me of when she went to DragCon and she had like a, she had this like amazing dress on that had like just like a gigantic, like it was just like so plain, but had a gi- Big old gigantic dick. cock, yeah, <laughs> like spray painted on it. And she just looked so fucking good. Mm. Um, but yeah, shout out to Bitter Betty. Absolutely fucking love her. I just wish, like Michelle said, that she could have been a bit messier. Like the, I would like to have seen some stain like around the mouth or like on the face. And I wish, yeah, that the the stains, because they were the exact same colour story as the outfit were glittered or crystalled or mm. something. Here's my problem though, is that I don't think that the assignment of what the runway was supposed to be was clear. And I think that when you don't make it, if you go to them, like leather, like tight leather goth, then you've got three words that you have to kill. Mm. But like when you just say like, oops, I did it again, like a, a whatever the, the parameters of it was, it was like really unclear. Mm. So I don't think they didn't ask for a messy look. They didn't ask for like, she just decided to do it in whatever way she felt. But I, I don't know. I'd, I, I hate when they clearly whatever Michelle has decided is what the runway should be. That's not how the others read it. So it's like... Well, yeah, but her interpretation of it was that, like, the faux pa- fashion faux pas is that she got food all over herself. But exactly, that's what... But I don't think it was that obvious. I feel like they, she could have made more oh, okay. of a thing of it. Oh, okay. I thought... It's it, like a cute little look, really. I, th- I thought it was... I thought it was really obvious. And I just thought that, like, Michelle didn't articulate what she meant very well, which just meant that her commentary felt a bit defunct, which, to me pretty much always does but hey she got buns in the back she does <laughs> i got buns in the back i gave this a seven i gave it 7.5 okay super cute Lots i wish of- the hair was more yeah i didn't love the hair but she does love a short uh, and she's wearing a witch hat. think of the witch like she loves the sort of short uh jawline cutting as do uh, i color her yeah you do don't you um and then last up we have miss eureka o'hara you missed out ginger I, oh, did I? I did, <laughs> oh, didn't no. I? Uh, okay. We have Ginger Minge. Okay, bitch. This was fucking sick. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know how she got it to smoke. Do you think so? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was such a good, like, 
prop that worked. I like it was constantly smoking. She had like the three areas that she used it. I thought this works. I loved the steam. Thought that was such a good trick. I love when they bring when they rig the gig and bring up them sort of things. Um, but I guess I just didn't understand the assignment, like because I, if if you're talking about an uh, an outfit, this had nothing to do with the outfit. It was just well, like, there was a couple of burns on it. It was like, oops, I did it again, isn't it? Like you said, like if it's loose, it's loose, and there's the problem with the with the ensemble. So, but there was no problem with the ensemble. That was my problem. It was just well, it had like, burns in it. It looked like she had got a wig that she wears all the time and a dress that she wears all the time. And then she'd been like, I'm going to put a burn on my arm and I'll have this prop because the wig wasn't burnt either. Well, no, when it started off, there was there's hair in the curler. So she like pulls it away and it's like, fuck, it's pulled But the wig wasn't like you could have done that with, I could have picked up any old wig and been like, oh, this is from the fridge. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it didn't, it looked like an outfit that she then put a prop with. So I just, it didn't really impress me because I just thought like the prop is great. But the outfit could literally, you could have, you could have put her in the, her outfit from last week and it would have worked. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to me, it wasn't about what she was wearing. It was about... The, the runway wasn't about the outfit. Okay. It was about the story <laughs> of the faux pas rather than the actual sure. garment. But I did love the steam thing. I didn't understand it, where it was coming from, but it was fantastic. Yeah, that was the fuck. Yeah. Um, it reminded me, more story time for the gals. Please. Uh, one time, uh, one of my ex-boyfriends was being very annoying um and winding me up while I was tonguing my hair trying to get ready for a show yeah. so I burnt him on the arm with it <laughs> um in hindsight definitely abuse but yeah. I swear if you know him you'd be like he's so Fair annoying he deserved yeah. that for everything can you even imagine the fear the constant terror that I live in being in the studio with her <laughs> anytime she raises her voice I'm like oh my god she's holding me straight now <laughs> she's got the hairdryer um and also have I ever told the story about um the Vogue shoot with Sophia Brown yeah yes <laughs> uh, have I told it on the pod uh, I'm not sure um, if I'm really sorry if I haven't told this before but it just really reminds me as well of um, we were shooting uh, an an advertorial uh, many moons ago when I used to work in, uh, and one of my good good ju- one of my good good Judy's literally my best friend <laughs> in the whole world uh, Sophia Brown shout out to Sophia Brown she um, had she was given like an, uh, a wig um that was just like a very very basic sort of silver um synthetic wig and she was her hair and makeup was done ready to be shot and then they decided to break for lunch so while she was breaking for lunch she for some reason took her wig off <laughs> which is the first faux part if you're at a fucking shoot she took she asked she just took her own wig off took it off and for some reason laid it down on where would be the most useful place to put it hot plate yeah let's pop it on the hot plate <laughs> she laid her wig down on the hot plate this is again one i think the only synthetic wig that was brought there for her to wear laid it down on the hot plate and about three minutes into lunch we were like can you smell something that's burning is that, is that the food turned around and the wig has melted onto the hot plate and she, oh my god the hairstylist which was i mean i won't hot him up on the pod but like a very very well-known and successful hairstylist who does a whole host of celebrity clients um was absolutely fucking fuming well, you because would be, well, there was you? no other option yeah. he was like i brought that fucking i just brought literally this morning brought that uh synthetic wig um because they were doing something with it that was needed just like a synthetic wig and he was fucking livid <laughs> so the melting hair really i can still smell it to this mm. day um so many backstage stories I this know. week <laughs> crazy isn't it but how what would you have given uh 
GM. I've written nine here, but I'm going to take nine! it. Nine! I'm going to. I was so impressed with the, the steam. Take I'm going to take it down to an eight. Oh my god, I gave this a six. Next up, we have Eureka O'Hara. I was going to say serving, but I, I don't really know how to describe what it was that she was serving. The challenge. You thought you love this. Ten truffles. What? Yeah. What did you love about it? The sorry, my belly is grumbling so much. Um, just that the multiple faux pas. Like she'd really thought about it. Like there was literally from like thingy said from top to toe there were problems. Like her skin was like sweaty. Like the way she was acting was just like this was just it. Like the sweat down the center of the dress. Like the stains. Um, I just thought this was perfect. It reminded me of the Joe Black Seaside like windswept one, which I thought was you great as loved, well. Didn't you? Um, I just thought 10 for realness, execution and presentation. Um, the gown was Marco. Well, there you go. Isn't that weird? Didn't know he had gowns. Oh, yeah. He'd Think be... of him more as like wacky Wacky things. underwears. Um, yeah, it was Marco, which is um, really interesting, actually. I This felt like a very Lukey outfit. Just like it was like, it was very glam, but it was also like, gross and stupid as well so well, i didn't really like the hair or the dress but i liked what she had done oh no 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 no! i don't mean like it felt like it felt like a you just like in the same way that the the um joe black one felt like a you mm. like it was like well done and it was it, it, it was a really good concept but it was also just like a bit gross mm. which i liked um i i when i first came out i didn't i hated it i was like i really don't get the store but then i saw every single little bit of it um and I actually really loved it. I loved the underboob sweat. It was yes. so good. And like the details were like great. And she only needed to do one, but she did like six. Yeah. And the toilet the toilet paper is always gonna get you mm. get you a little laugh, isn't it? Um but I thought this was Zach Killian hair. Um because he's like very known for that I don't know how you would describe it, like a, a, the like the sculpted crimped, crimps, yeah, a sculpted like what crimp. cuckoo wore, yeah, cuckoo. I mean, and Trinity. We've, we've, I've, I was going to say we've seen them quite a lot, haven't we? We've seen Trinity Taylor in one. We've seen you want to see my cuckoo? What's her name? Santi Ali. Santi Ali. Um, and we've seen them quite a bit, and they're like a very, very recognisable wig texture shape um, thing that people love. Um, but actually, this is wigs and grace. There you go. Um, and yeah, I didn't. Mm, I, the the one thing that I didn't like is the hair. Mm. Um, that was just not for me because I just really don't like that style. Yeah, if it was me, I probably would have had like a glam do and then just had like a whole row of tracks like hanging out the back. Or yeah, something. well, that's that's what I was going to say actually. Like, I feel like actually hair uh, creates a whole nother world of things that you could where it really could have fucked up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I thought that that would that would be a, a, again another really fucking great. Um, like you could, I would have had my lace like attached with showing my wig cap and my boy hair and stuff. And mm. just like, there's so many hilarious things that you can do with the wig as well. Um, which would have just added to it. But I gave this a seven. Seven? Yeah. Is that all? I gave it a seven. Yeah. I liked it. I d- but I just didn't go crazy for it. Definitely. I thought it was fun. I liked the beach. What exactly? I thought, I feel like seven is you did what needed to be done. No, I, I just, I, it didn't blow me away and I really hated that. Sure. <laughs> uh, which ne- leads us ne- neatly on to the zinger and the minger. And my minger was the Eureka hair. I just don't like the style. Mine was, sorry, my belly is rumbling. Mine was you know, either bubbly, bubbly like champagne, <laughs> either Kylie's red wig, because it was just nothing, or Raja's one, because I didn't like it. But at least that's like a style. The zinger, slim pickings, huh? Trini's finger waves for me. Yeah, that's exactly what I said as well. There's just, it was a lot of pageantry this week. Like there was a lot of up 
do's. Um, do's. And just a lot of hair that w- is not at all my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, weirdly as well, did you notice with the Eureka Zach Killian style one, it was like Zach Killian on top of a sleek updo. I didn't. So to like, me, it just was kind of like almost like manga hair, like these like sort of yeah. just really big. Is that the porn? Bits. Huh? Is that the porn? Porn. Like, yeah, manga. Manga. Now, what's the what's the porn? <laughs> hentai. 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 Cute. Sorry, you can see I have a real. Uh... Is that the porn? <laughs> <laughs> real grip on my uh, culture there. <laughs> Shout out porn. <laughs> oh! Shout out you. Do you know what the you uh, you remember jazz? Yes. He always he's a it just used to crap me up. Whenever he used to reference porn, he always used to be like, Me on you jizz. And I was like <laughs> and I always thought it was something that he made up until one day I was like, Is that a real website? There is a real fucking website. Instead of YouTube, it's called you jizz. Of course there is. That is honestly the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um yeah, so that leads us neatly nice, ne- 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 back on to what are your thoughts ne- on... Neatly, ne- What are your thoughts on Eukirya? Eukirya? <laughs> What's going on? Eureka winning. Um, I thought it was deserved. Same, and I'm glad we're getting another lip sync from her. Yeah. I was excited for that. I was like, okay, we'll, she be lip syncing. Uh, what I really felt fucking uncomfortable with, though, is... I mean, maybe this just because... I really don't care of her. Um, is the way that Ginger was talking at them. I thought, again, it just reeks In of desperation. The no, sorry, I've skipped, unfortunately, back uh, to Untucked. But it was just had to be said. Um, the way that she was like... Because, uh, you know, like, I've done so well and there's, like, really nothing else I could have done apart from, like, maybe shit again. Like, why don't I trash what someone else has done mm. and just tell everyone how deserved I am. And she'd also been like, oh, that smells like another win. It's just Mm. like, I don't know. I just, I've found it. I never really felt anything towards Ginger, but I found her really hard to like this Mm. season. Well, if we skip into that bit, I was going to say as well, like when her and Eureka were having their chat, I really didn't like the vibe. Everyone else is kind of like, hello, you're at the top. I would like to stay. This is a conversation. But there was, was like, like, so how are us two going to decide on everyone else's fate? Because like clearly it's clearly I'm not an option. Mm. Like she was literally talking about everyone else as if she wasn't up for chop as well. Yeah, up Sorry. foot chop. Up oh, foot chop. Sorry, let's wheel it back to the critique for a nastily joke. <laughs> um, I've got that much to say. Firstly, just so impressive that Raj just made all of these outfits. It is so fucking impressive, isn't it? Like uh, you know, like obviously, um, who was it that was like, I've never worn a wig that I haven't styled. River Medway. River Medway, but someone else before that was oh. on Drag Race saying that um, that they've only ever worn hair. That Kyle, uh, Kyle, what's this? What's this name? The one that does the the vidgers on the Canada from Canada. Oh no! What kind? Kind. Yeah. No, I don't think you'd want to be shouting out them wigs. <laughs> it's so funny. I full uh, disclosure. I kind was one of the first people I ever saw he taught us how to crimp yeah it's I, that i ever saw doing um yeah i mean we owe kind about sixty thousand pounds <laughs> <laughs> um we uh he is one of the first people that ever really did youtube content that was like very like breaking it down from like a non-professional perspective do you know what i mean like there's always wigging out with bobby z has always had his youtube um and vanity, uh, been out there. And vanity um people that are like really skilled in what they do that is not shade to kind but like people that are doing it from like a perspective of like i have run i've been a 
professional wiggy for 20 years and so that they're when they're showing you they're still showing you with a degree of like expertise mm. but he was one of the first people that i ever saw like online that i was like okay this makes it all look much more doable and the and even at the time i was like the finished product is not like incredibly finessed is not perfect and it made me feel like i could do it and he's one of the first people that like because both me and Luki are, are completely self-trained um and we are children of t- the tinter webs um and he's one of the first people and but now looking back at this so they are uh thank god for that entryway but now no it's not for me we don't need you no more <laughs> no we of course we you never stop learning we're, we're actually uh school of life um i really liked what justin said about kylie how her sitting down made him want to lean in and it yeah. reminded me of you know when courtney did the chat show with Chaz bono and georgia holt and they complimented her on like resting her head on her hand because it made her f- seem like she's really like listening it was yeah. that kind of vibe wasn't it well also as well when um i remember i can't remember what this was to do with in chat showing but they said that one of the most important things about being uh, on a chat show was this drag race I don't know one of the most important things or maybe it was on ANTM I don't know I digress <laughs> one of the most important things about being on a chat show is that they um, you need to make sure that the person that you're it doesn't matter what you say to them you need to make sure that they can see that you're listening yeah. that's like 80% of having of being a successful host it's like you're looking at them and you're like I am listening to you because then you're encouraging them to talk mm. rather than, than the uncomfortable situation of being on a chat show with the host so yeah I thought uh, definitely and I thought she again was just so personable you just yeah. want to listen um, I just thought TKB it just all I, I, it was a car crash in slow motion I don't think her or Raja deserved the sort of bad critiques that they got I feel like Raja had the worst critique but I really don't feel that um, Trinity deserved to have the comments made about her that she seemed sort of like nervous or at the beginning I literally like we said like she covered like four or five different emotions and vibes in her story more than anyone else did she really took us on the journey and like I said there was twists landed on a joke like what's your problem finished on a yeah yeah yeah. I I 100% agree and I just felt again that felt like production and them sculpting a narrative out of nothing well so we now move to backstage Oh. Let's untuck them donkey tails. Let's get the goss. Who do you reckon's got a donkey tail? Eureka. A big old dick on her. Yeah. Well, you know as well that they say that when you lose weight, it's like every stone or something gives you like half an inch. So because obviously the if you've got a fat... Oh, it's closing in around yeah. the base. But also, yeah, yeah, for the base, like that part of your body, like if you've got a fat... Uh, you've got a pussy girl shout out carnival weekend (laughs) (laughs) that uh one of my favorite tiktoks ever is that girl it's like um (laughs) she's like uh my name's megan but sometimes people mispronounce it as big butty girl (laughs) it's the face that she does she does fucking kills me um but yeah that so maybe imagine as if she's like swinging sort of like a, a nine incher that actually the more weight she lost it might actually be who knows six, and if she trims those pubes as well that's another couple of inches yeah you've she's got. given 16 who knows <laughs> um 100% but no one will be hung like a motherfucking baseball bat like Naomi no Naomi Smalls although Tasis does touch the floor well exactly so <laughs> you gotta be careful of these skinny boys it's always the skinny skater boys <laughs> um sure they haven't washed it but it'll be huge yeah yeah um that's the skinny skater boys not my angel Naomi <laughs> Trini's breaking my heart. Oh, the whispering and the whimpering. She did earn that top four spot. And it is like... She did what needed to be done. It's so upsetting because 
like obviously it was in theory exciting and good for Eureka to come back but like honestly to have made it to the final and then for your place to be taken away is like actually heartbreaking and yeah. especially by your friend as well like, yeah. That's, yeah who's telling you thank you for seeing me as a real human and not just a caricature of a person but yeah. i'm sending you home it's it was it was heartbreaking wasn't it i just oh, the whole thing was really giving me the heebie-jeebies because i could like i said i could just feel it coming mm. i just thought there's no way that eureka is going to be sent home like obviously she, obviously she's won but like after that it was just like oh, there's no one else that Although I feel that after the critiques, really Raja was the bottom all-star. But Um, she had just won a second. But I need to say something. I need to say it loud. Um, I think the voting has been really dog shit and boring for like this whole all-stars and last all-stars. And I think that this relying on track record bullshit is not the tv that we deserve or need like we need alaska style voting well i think alaska and naomi have put the fear of jizu in them that they're like listen you fuck up on all stars you may be able to get your redemptions uh cycle back but if you fuck up and do something a these crazy 15 year old fans sitting in their bedroom in detroit like are gonna go crazy on the internet about and create fan hate sites for you and stuff um you could one slip up and your entire um like legacy can be marred by that and i think what happened with alaska was like the first of that that is like oh that it doesn't matter whether you're a favorite and whether you deserve to win i think she still is getting death threats to this day from that you piss off the fans and it's over and then naomi like i saw an interview with naomi where she was like it was one of the best and worst things that i've ever done like it was so like what she's in manila so polarizing Yeah, Mm. yeah yeah um I felt that Manila, due to her body of work, deserved to stay because she'd been doing very well. But like that was so exciting and so entertaining for Naomi to be like, sorry, life's not fair. Exactly. That was like one of the best parts of TV. But I think also as well, like Naomi occupies a very specific space in the drag world where like she is she is god to so many people mm. do you know what i mean like it's she is like almost she's almost a bit like alaska that they're kind of both a bit untouchable mm. they're just like beloved but so much they've still got feelings when they've got to read these comments and nice yeah messages. sure but i think that that's basically instilled that like everyone is fucking terrified to they have to rely on this like structure of being oh we have to like think about the the track race when actually no fuck it it's a competition be a bitch like mm. this was the perfect time for eureka to be like i've been brought back See you later, Ginger Minge. Mm. There's, there's only needs to be one girl in the top and it's going to be like yeah, one big girl the big in the girl's going to win this yeah, time. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be me. I'm going to kick her out. Although really get... calling them both big and looking at the size difference is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it was the perfect time for there to be some real TV and also some real fight. Like, I don't feel like the fight is real if you're not like, you should look and be like, no, Ginger Minge, get her out. Because it's fair enough to kick her out. Like, you were in the bottom. You mm. didn't win. So like... I was just a bit annoyed that, like, I feel like, that, like, be a bad bitch. Like, be like, yeah, I came back in and I knocked out Ginger. Mm. It's happened before. It will happen again. Look at Shanji. Look at Manila. Look at, like, this. it's happened so many times. Look at Alyssa. Like, do, but I feel like we're not getting that now. And I feel well, like people, people like, are too scared now. Well, yeah, like, Silky's whole thing of coming back. It's like, she needed to clear her kind of card with the watchers and the fans because mm. they're people basically... Yeah, sure, you're on Drag Race for like eight weeks or whatever, but then you've got the rest of your life with these like horrible people. So it's probably like, 
yeah, I'll just do whatever on the show just so that I can have an easy life afterwards and not get like harassed and death threats every day. Yeah, but what if you win? What yeah. if Eureka had kicked out Ginger and then she won because of it? What a fucking great story. Like, regard the the fans are gonna hate whatever. Like she might like you don't know what is gonna happen in the next storyline that means that some like anyone could be a target of hate. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? No one's safe. So I just think Hey, like, send us some death threats if you're listening this far along go, in the pod. Although this weekend we have heard <laughs> Let's not hot her up on the pod, but fucking hell, some real uh, real beef down in the DMs. Um, Uh, (laughs) Why won't they give us the Kylie turn back anymore? They saw it was getting popular on the internet and they've taken it away. Because they don't want to build her up as a winner, and that's why I hate them. Because that was that was winner's shit. That gorgeous Kylie Turnback. I feel like maybe we should just put it up on the pod, us doing the Kylie Turnback. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of winner's shit, what about that lip sync assassin, eh? Oh, but when it cut to Eureka in full Harlequin clown mode, I was like, have I jumped an episode? What, like, why is she dressed up like this? It's <laughs> with so... the nose on and everything. Oh, but I was so glad to see Jada. Jada, I want to lay with you, Jada. So gorgeous. Obsessed with that perky little mall bang as well. Was yeah, it a mall bang? The mall bang! <laughs> yeah, and just so gorgeous in that Tootie Fruity harem number. Ten truffles. Absolutely gorgeous. And like the mall bang with the long pony. I just thought, mm. do you know who'd love that long pony? Who? The house of Colby. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Thoughts on the song choice? I liked it. Little Richard goes hard. So you can like, but I would do it as um, Kennedy as yeah. Little Richard. Like, it's just, it's got a good beat. But I feel like there's no, it doesn't really go anywhere. And I was thinking, good golly, Miss Molly, is that in reference to the um, horrible conditions that Pretty Little Thing customers are working under? <laughs> is it a call to action to Molly May to get this shit sorted? <laughs> yes, it was a political stance. But also, was it just a call to like how much all of the cast love drugs? Good golly, Miss Molly. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Shout out to the UK uh, festival scene opening back up. And uh, you could hear the jaws swinging from here, couldn't you? Um, I saw a Instagram and it was just like someone from Reading Festival taking a photo of a positive uh, lateral test on the floor. It's like, I guess someone's dropped this. Like, cool. No, that is absolutely (laughs) repulsive. Um, Also, did you clock how quick the reveal was on Eureka? She was like sort of like undoing her thing and then she like turned around and the full outfit had come off and she was in like a new outfit. I was like, what? Like so quick. Because I feel like she was like- teach Silky that. Taking it off in the kind of mindset of, good golly, like, gotta get this off. It was great though, because it was like, that's what I love in reveals, in wig reveals and costume reveals. If you can't go, boom, and it's done. It needs to be like, you need to reveal it. It can't be, it's not burly. Mm. I mean, I don't want popping it off one shoulder and going, come on, come on. Shimmy, uh, shimmy, yeah. shimmy. Um, but a double Shantae. And it, imagine if two went. Well, it made my stomach flip. It would have changed the whole final. We could have lo- potentially lost two honeys. Mm. Imagine if it was like Trinity and Raja. Yeah. And Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just, it was, that was really scary. But I just thought there's no way he'd make it a double thing if they hadn't both picked the same person i knew there was trinity from then mm. and it broke my fucking heart i'm not gonna lie to you absolutely devastated can't believe it so so gutted trinity deserved a place in that final yeah because more really than, she's got three wins she's got three wins i think she deserved it more obviously more than eureka but i think i mean i hate to say it more than raja yeah like she deserved I think to more be, than kylie wow yeah Definitely more than Ginger. Yeah. Ginger has given me nothing. <laughs> she basically has three wins, so she yeah. should have just been fast-tracked. And Rue seems so shocked and disappointed. Yeah, and I think if Michelle was tearing up as well. Well, you would. 
You would. It was just um, thoughts on Eureka also choosing Trinity. Very confusing. But um, on TKB's Insta, because it was um, Eureka's birthday, maybe like Thursday or Friday last week. She Happy did like a... birthday, Rixi! <laughs> <laughs> she did a post basically saying like, come on now. I love this bitch. It's just a TV show. Please don't send her any hay. Love yeah. each other. And then she also said that she knows her true twinkles won't be doing that. Twinkles? We're twinkles. We are twinkles. We put in the twink in the inkles. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, didn't you just love that she was like, if you've got space for me on the Vegas show, it's like, imagine TKB yes. doing Beyonce in Vegas Full circle moment, and then you invite Bianca and to be like, "Do you remember when she was like, <laughs> oh, what you're gonna do? Ve- you're gonna do Beyonce in Vegas?'" It's like, yes, notice bitch. who hasn't been invited to be in the Vegas show. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, get rid of who's the host? Is it Asia? I think Asia's quite a good host. No, she doesn't. She's not wasting time of numbers. Get rid of Derek. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> But yeah, like Rosie missing a trick, and they don't get Trinity in the. Oh my in god, hundred percent. But I think I, I think that it could happen. I hope so. They so think about all the, the the ways in which it could. And also everyone. as well, they've got a, they're gonna. I think all girls will get to. Who was it that we were like? What the fuck are they? Oh, Kahana. Yeah, Kahana, who went home second on her and has really. I would argue has left no form of legacy whatsoever. Well, it's left nothing because she's had a full body and facial reconstruction. Like <laughs> yeah, Kahana Yunu is a ghost right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. So I think that that definitely could happen with I TK. So. Oh my God, I die. Um, Lukey, let's talk Rose and Thorn. Okay, let's hurry this up though because I need a, wh- a whiz. <laughs> <laughs> my Rose. Um, Jada Brin brought back and she's serving that glamour. Just absolutely loved it. Oh, that would have been a good one. At the time, I was like, I can't think of any roses. I'm too sad. <laughs> I just loved So you've got no rose? I'll go Jada. Oh, okay. Jada's more bangs. Um, the thorn. You know what it is? Trini's been left outside alone. Yeah. It's cold out here. The TV bullshit, for me, it was the TV bullshit of not having the best people in the final. Like, mm. I don't care for shocks and for, for all this stupid shit. Like, if you're not going to have the best people in the finale, then... What's and the that's point? not even... That's, like, subjective. Uh, sorry, that's not even subjective. Like, it's like, she... I don't know, whatever the fuck. It's just annoying. Mm. Which I'm really fucking annoyed. Um, and let's talk Dreamcast. TKB All Star <laughs> 7. <laughs> Bring the bitch back. Um, I am actually finding this increasingly hard now because we've yeah, done out, so clearly. much Dreamcast. But um, my, do you know what I was thinking? Is that obviously if we're going to be able to get like winners and shit in, is that I would literally die. I'd be so fucking happy to see Aquaria back. Mm. Like the queen of runway. Yeah. Like really no one. And funny as well. Yeah. Just love her. Even though um, she had a bit of a, an up and down. I always forget how up and down actually her, she was on her season in terms of her battle with the other queens like she had a real especially cracks yeah she, and with the vixen as well oh yeah like she had real trouble but just uncomparable beauty mm. uncom- incomparable beauty incomparable fashions incomparable icon behavior incomparable clapping back at idiots on twitter that was the clap back. <laughs> um yeah but we'd definitely love to see her um luke's you know it's been a pleasure. I'm absolutely terrified that you're going to wet yourself in the studio. I am jiggly calienteing on this chair. up and down. She'd be bopping. <laughs> right. Will she make it? Will she not? Find out <laughs> next week on Cliffhangers. Love you, girls. Bye. Like, like and, and follow, subscribe. subscribe. <laughs>